Yeah, hey Chuck, so the book's called The Right Fight, How to Live a Loving Life. And uh, when pastors started dropping the love word, the love bomb, you know, <laughs> I got a lot to say about that. Um, it's, it's the only thing I ever talk about. Uh, if you ask me to, to speak or open my mouth, that's what we're gonna be talking about. I'd say it got started as a ski jumper because I was I spent a big portion of my life haunted by fear and fighting it, doing everything I could to overcome it and, uh, and getting nowhere, really just getting uh, more wrapped up in it in worse shape. And, um, and, and so long story short, what I, you know, the Bible tells us perfect love drives out fear. And I would read that scripture and just think, what the heck does that mean? I mean, what does love even have to do with fear? And uh, I'll never forget sitting in church uh, one Sunday morning and early, early on in, um, in my life, knowing Jesus. And the pastor said, I remember, just remember this part of him saying, hey, there's three, three things remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest, the greatest of these is, and I want to sit, you know, it's one of those ones, I know what this is. It's faith, right? So I want to say the greatest of these is faith. And he said, love. And, I, and so I'm a thinker. And so I'm trying to think, why is love the greatest? You know, how could it be the greatest? You know, I would think it would be faith, then hope, then love, if I were to list them in greatest to least. Um, another, another thought I'd like to just throw out there that really got me on, set out on this search was, um, I was reading, I can't remember what I was reading, I was reading uh, about the Civil War. And as an athlete, I was terrified is the best way I know how to put it. And then when I read this, I thought that was me. And what I read was basically saying that after a battle was over, the living soldiers would go around and pick up the weapons off of the deceased. And that many times they would pick up a weapon and you know, remember back then they had muskets and they had to put the powder, put the wide, put the round in. And there would be, they said there would be eight rounds shoved down the barrel and yet there had never been a shot fired from that rifle. And I just thought, just imagine Okay, at the most, the time that you are most critical, that you want to be your absolute best, and you're so terrified that you pack your gun, you pull the trigger, you don't notice it doesn't kick, you don't realize what just happened, you shove another round down the barrel, you do it again, you do it again, until you can't even get around a smidgen of the way down the barrel because you already got eight of them in there. And you're still pulling up an empty gun, I mean, a gun that won't fire and pulling the trigger. That was how I was as a ski jumper. I, at the time that it mattered the most, I was the most useless. And then I read about, uh, I think it was Stonewall Jackson. And someone was saying that, uh, you know, I think apparently he was, he was took around in the leg or something when he was on his horse. And he appeared fearless. And so someone asked him afterwards, you know, sir, how, how do you, in the midst of all of this, and you take around like, how do you have such courage? And, and, he, and he said this, he said, I take no fault for my life. God's, all right, God's already ordained the time of my death. And so what occurred to me then was, was that he had already died to himself and that you can't kill a dead man. And, and so that, set, that, among many other things, set me on this journey to understand what love really was. And so, because I, I don't want to go on too long, Chuck knows I can talk about this for days. This is the, the essence of what I've learned that turns so many lights on for me. Love is the why behind what we do. You know, faith and hope are incredibly important. As I'm watching the news right now, I see 
all I see constantly is we have to have faith. We have to have hope. And we need those. My God, we need those. Okay. But faith and hope don't overcome fear. Love drives out fear. And love is the why behind the what. You know, we, the, Jesus even told us, and the Bible tells us, you know, we can have faith that moves mountains. But if we have not love, we gain nothing. It says if we know love, we know God. If we don't know love, we don't know God, for God is love. So all these things just confused me. But it was because I didn't know what love was. All right? And so here's what love is. And here's what love is not. Love is not a feeling. The feeling of love is the fruit of love. Love is a decision to do what is truly best for someone else without regard for yourself. And living a loving life is the best possible thing you can do for yourself. But you can't do it for yourself. If you do it for yourself, it's no longer love. You know, we can manipulate faith and we can manipulate hope, I believe. In other words, we can have faith and we can have hope in an impure mission. We can have faith or hope that what we're doing, what we're doing that we know isn't right will still pay off somehow. But you can't manipulate love because the moment you love for the wrong reason, it's no longer love, it's selfishness. So the moment that, that you love to be loved, it's no longer love, it's selfishness, it's manipulation. And so love is pure. It does what's best for others without regard for itself. And it's always seeking the truth. And so in the pandemic, what I'm praying and what, everything that's going on in our world right now, what I'm praying more than anything is that we will come to know what love really is, how it works in our life and how to live a loving life. Because listen, being loved is a wonderful thing, but our lives don't change when we're, when we're loved. Our lives change when we love. We love others. Even think of it like this. Even God's love for me didn't change my life. It made the way for my life to be able to change. My life changed when I loved Jesus. So we got to get in the business of loving in a world that tells us we're supposed to be loving ourselves. And listen, I was listening to a song the other day. It said, you know, you can't love someone unless you love yourself. And I want to say, no, you can't love someone if you love yourself. Love has an object of its affection. Love does what is best for you without regard for me. So before I go and take everybody's time, Chuck, <laughs> that's, a, that's some thoughts that you want.